This is the Anomalous Press Podcast for the week of March 12, 2012, Issue 5. This week we are excited to bring you works by Russell Jaffe and Kendra Green, and we hope you find them as intriguing and engaging as we do. Enjoy. Hello, I'm Russell Jaffe, and I will be reading some of my Mad Libs poems with editor to the Super Duper Stars, Erica Mena. Hello. She's here now, so I'm going to give you, Erica, a few words to fill in, some of which are uh, a little out there, but we're going we're gonna to do this, I tell you. Okay, to start, um, a vessel. Urn. That's a good one. How about critical documentation or critical documents? Death certificate. I'm feeling morbid, apparently. Well, it is very cold outside. <laughs> you would never know it in this uh, soundless, windowless basement. A small age. Um, eight months. Oh, that's so small. A neighborhood park. Happy Hollow Park. That's a weir- real park Iowa City represent. <laughs> okay, a suburban street. Ripley Gra- Street. Oh. Great, great. I was going to say suburban street, grass dew, or a traffic cone. Oh. But you responded, and I'm using it, Ripley oh. Street. Okay, a fear. Triskaidekaphobia. (laughs) Um, an emotion. Nausea. I guess it's not an emotion so much as a physical reaction, but I feel like one can be emotionally nauseated, so. And I'm going to use it. I am not one to tell someone what their emotions are. (laughs) Environmental phenomena. Tornadoes? Or tornado singular. Yeah. No, I'll do plural. (laughs) Okay, something. (laughs) Something, something. Don't think too hard. Uh, Silver spoon. Okay. Here's a very long one. A terrible noise like when you realize for the first time that helium balloons pop or... The kind of elation when helium balloons do that thing to your voice, or both of them together. <laughs> yes, that's, for, let the record show that's the only response I will ever take to that. Okay, your body part has all these organs in it. What's a selfish one? Plural. Selfish organ, plural? Yeah. Spleens. Yeah, most definitely. Mm-hmm. And last but not least, sky or body? Cloudy. Okay. Mm, okay. Happy birthday, your significant memory in which you carry yourself. Be an urn of death certificate, but today you're heir. I am not here in the fuzzed VHSness of eight-month baby teeth family camera lens birthday parties in Happy Hollow Park, so deal with it. I am not here in the junction of Ripley Street Mist, where triskaidekaphobia is what nauseous baby teeth in wet park benches tor- do to tornadoes. Therefore, upon careful reflection, deal with it. 
I compare silver spoons to the kind of lowercase dissonance variation you feel when you realize an happens on your better nights entrusted to analog recordings and basement boxes like the bag of spleens you were. So happy birthday. But for want of the mortal lack, the cloudy body is dying. Erica, what I need from you is a filling. <laughs> <laughs> um, fluffy baby bird feathers. A.K.A. down. Everyone always says that one. That one's so played out. But I'll do it anyway for you, Erica. All right. <clears throat> That's all for this one. This one's called Giant Caterpillar Sleepover Party. Goodbye, dark green dark. Party time. You looked like a caterpillar in your sleeping bag, so we hit you with pillows until you claimed the zipper hit you in the tooth, and that's why you cried. Like a moth in the dark, you threatened to walk home and take in your surroundings as you did. Cool off, you cocoon nasher, you. There's only one road in or out, buddy. We are so brave to hop loops around you laughing. We put on monster masks and chased you into the street. When you couldn't hop in your bag, you rolled, legs kicking for something to hold, struggling onto. You bite, you grow, we chanted. We dragged you back to the basement and stayed up all night yelling our favorite WWF wrestler anthems and flying between dusty basement mattresses, heads cracking the track lights. We caved in the drywall. We ate everything that looked like a leaf. Bubble tape, fruit roll-ups, Fang after fang of gas station jerky. Why, why did you have to put on porn? We were 14 and when my dad would pick me up the next day, he told me about the videotape he found in the drawer next to my bed. Do I have any questions? Yes. May I stay wrapped up forever with my mouth protruding so that Capri Sun and torn shreds of better snack time floor remains may be sacrificed to it? May I have newer, weirder landscapes now? You finally fell asleep. Everyone did. You aren't like other boys. You were worried, I said to myself. Swishing behind my teeth, it was a safe and quiet thing to say. You're too big and like a cylinder. Everyone was asleep then, and the TV was a lone tooth poking out of the bottom jaw of a skull no one invited. I am that sometimes. Who will be my girlfriend? Stars beyond the basement grates? The unmoved bikes in the bushes we abandoned temporarily? Girls rolling me between their arms and legs? Girls I roll myself around pressing? Girls pressing girls around me and they'll always be saxophone and the drone of the almost sun behind the pricier edges of the suburban woods for rich people only? I wandered to the bathroom in the red dark of the off-over-there Chicago sky versus the tinted house in the woods' windows. It may as well be the end of the world you're rolling off, you strange boy, I said to me. I'm glad you didn't hear me. 4 a.m. 5 a.m. I'm finally brave. I don't care. Bring them both on. Bring on what comes next. Come on! Jerking off over the sink in the wall-molding darkness, you may omit these lines if you wish. You may fill the walls with fluffy baby bird feathers. You may cut these lines, but you'll never have your own manifesto. Or you'll have your own manifesto someday. 
Look in the mirror. Girls? Nothing but lumps against dark lumps. Chocolate ice cream scoops and coke. Pines tipped over in the embarrassingly sequestered expansive nighttime. Rumbling nostrils of the suburban tomb our parents birthed us in locked. Lock the door. Look in the mirror. There's a WWF ring covered in bloodstains. There's a silver rocket care and a lone road. There's a desert. And everything's so weird and tangled up. And it's always gonna be. Look down into the sink. It's a spike-mouthed pit monster. The best monsters have no eyes. I'm back. Last but not least. A year, please. 1455. Oh, that was a good year for sure. How about this? Crowd noises. Boo! <laughs> it's like you're in a crowd right now. That's amazing. Preparedness. That's well, a hard one to fill in. If, if only people could see me, I would do the Boy Scout salute. So okay, I'm going with that. Yeah. They're always prepared. Okay, the most secret zone with posters. What's a secret zone that has posters? Oh, I've got one for you, Russell. Yeah. The third stall in the girls' bathroom. Sounds incredibly romantic. <laughs> a fortress. The castle at Disneyland. A fortress of happiness. Or terror for some, I would imagine. <laughs> um, okay. You and the way you feel. Don't think too hard now. I know, I know. Well, I can edit out those silences too, see? <laughs> the magic of technology. Um, Erica, joyous. Okay. This is an untitled poem. Wild 1455, we laughed into you like WrestleMania, and the faces and the hair that framed faces that held big glasses and the other colorful shirts. Boo! Like a WWF ring playset covered in superheroes flying, attacking, prolonged Boy Scout salute. I'll come over after the next match, and I'll never stop. We're forever around. Don't kick me out of your third stall in the girls' bathroom. I don't want to drape myself in your father's nightshade of sports equipment. I don't want to hide in your mother's medicinal tile plant castle at Disneyland. Just the one. But I always hated black and white tile, and I always felt nauseous in wax and spotlights. I'm always Erica, joyous. They saw me leave. And they asked me about school and if I'd lost weight and if I knew even though Hulk Hogan had won the belt again. I decline in every way. I want to be your VCR. I want to be your drop-top lo-fi. I want to be your mem like a man. I want to kiss you like Rowdy Roddy Piper. Or not. Or we're not not special. If you would like to be part of the Mad Lib Revolution, which will not be televised, you can go to anomalouspress.org, where you can fill them out yourself with your own URL QR codes, and they'll be right on your internet pages. You can do them yourself. Do them now. Do them right now. And now, Kendra Green.
one perfect white swan. The dirt path ended an inch or two from the dumpster's lip, just like that. No tapering, no trailing off, just the firm flat of the path, now suddenly a chasm, a pit. And that pit half full of feces, broken brooms, hypodermic needles splayed at all angles, and all the peels and rinds and bone and scrap left over from feeding an ark. Everything mixed with everything, urine-soaked newspapers and limp latex gloves. There was also, as I looked down, one perfect white swan. Dead, sure, but perfect. No sign of injury, no scent of decay. There was just the ivory mass of its body, the sinew loop of its neck. Swans are big, so big the crush of their beating wings can kill a man, and death does not diminish them. You can't throw away a swan, I thought. But, of course, you can. Every Glass Flower in the Harvard Museum Smashed, scaling, full of flaws, much of the cotton of commerce is obtained from two Mayan words meaning bitter juice. The seeds yield a valuable oil, the source of linen. The leaves were used for tea during the American Revolution, intensely bitter, a remedy against malignant fevers. Anchovy pear, buen mujer, Quebec to Minnesota, cultivated as a shade tree in Cuba, in waste places throughout, in shady situations, in rich woods, in stagnant waters, native of Mexico, native of the old world, in ponds and streams, in bogs and on wet hillsides. The juice is used to make animal flesh, wood used for cigar boxes, in cabinet work, split leaves used for making hats. Wild suckery, common chicory, blue sailors, bunk, Collected in 1834 by Mr. Henchman, two empty glooms and the perfect flower, perfect floret. Stamen showing coalescent filaments, boat-shaped, sterile filament, fertile frond. Fertile flower magnified twenty times, sterile flower cut in halves. Escaped northward and northward, pickled and eaten by the Spaniards, a fragrant odor, a typical form, a cosmopolitan plant. Larva enlarged, hairs much magnified, gall seen from inside, natural size. Pride of India, enchanter's nightshade, wings, spikelet, keel, extensively cultivated, apparently abundant, origin obscure. You can read the full issue online at anomalouspress.org, where you can also download an audiobook, Kindle, or PDF version. If you enjoy the work we publish, please consider supporting Anomalous Press by making a tax-deductible donation on our website. Funds go to support authors and pay for bandwidth, web hosting, and production expenses. You can also support us by reading this podcast in the iTunes Store, talking about us on Twitter, or liking us on Facebook. We want to know you're out there listening and what you think. Also, we're really thrilled to announce the launch of our chapbook series this fall with a book of prose poems from the New Zealand poet Janice Freegard and a collection of collage translations by Michael Zagney and Ventatius Fortunatus. And our chapbook contest is open for submissions through May 15th for manuscripts of translation or poetry. Translation will be selected by Christian Hockey. For more information, go to www.anomalouspress.org slash chapbooks.